You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington on a monumental Potapalooza episode. It has been officially one year, Daniel. One full year of a pod, 52. And some change. So here we are. Did you think we would ever make it to this point, Daniel? Not really. I mean, Zach, this is something we were just talking about this. Obviously, you a year ago, uh, could probably give give or take a few weeks, uh, you texted me one day and you're like, I just bought a mic, you're coming over Saturday and we're recording a podcast. Yeah, because we sit around and we talk enough sports as it is, and I mean, there's obviously a little influence on the world, everyone has a podcast right now, I can admit that, I can yeah, admit that, that. I'm who are we to have people. a pod, who are we to a Joe Rogan, who are we to Mike and Mike, but this is what I'm telling you, we're passionate. And we have proved it because we're still standing 52 weeks later. And if you're listening, we appreciate you wherever you are, all over the world, to our millions of fans. Millions. M- millions <laughs> to be. Potential, potential. millions. There's, uh, listen, potential millions potential of fans. Potential millions. There's, Dude, how many the ceiling other is the roof. The ceiling is the roof. It's the best way to describe our chance of being at the top. The ceiling we're, is we're the We're in the roof. building. We're in the building. And the ceiling is the exactly. roof. Exactly. Michael Jordan. Can't explain it better. Yes, and so on that note, Potapalooza, 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 ba. I didn't think it was coming, guys. Zach told me he was going to sing on the pod, but like that's not really singing. That was a little skitty scat. You hit me with. I'm just I'm giddy to this guy. This is crazy, man. I mean, we I have a cup of coffee, purity coffee. So Zach, the question is, we have a cake, right? Yeah, it's being made. I have to pick it up. It's being made. Okay. <laughs> well, this well this is a this is a huge pod. So let us explain. Podapalooza, we're we're doing it a little differently. So for the last forty some odd weeks, we have been just hitting record and going on the pod nonstop. We we just press record and we go straight into it organically. We are an organic podcast, so we need to hashtag that organic. Hashtag organic. And uh, we just let it all roll. We don't edit out the ums or the mess ups or anything like that i mean we sometimes bleep a cuss word just for you know being polite for the sake (laughs) of the young audience exactly our our younger listeners and uh so anyways but this week we're gonna we're kind of gonna put some bits together we have some uh older clips we're gonna share from the archives that didn't make the pod maybe a blooper here and there maybe rehash some of our favorite moments but yeah we're gonna we're gonna Juice together and slap it together for you. Potapalooza. A bunch of good moments from the last year that was. Daniel. I mean, it's been a fun year, obviously. We've had many things, many mess-ups, many... As you said, we leave in the ums when people are... If we have dead air, that is me and Zach not knowing what to say. Which I would like (laughs) to point out, I don't think we've had a lot of moments of dead air. Yeah, it's not that bad, but there's the occasional, I'm like, I'll point to Dan behind the scenes. I'm like, Dan, you gotta talk. I'm like, I gotta yeah, call. Yeah, so I'm <laughs> the other night, my computer was dying while we were recording. I'm over here trying to plug it in while Zach's giving y'all, like, a take, and, uh, you know, we just gotta go about it how we can. We don't, we are the producers and the hosts. 
and the social media team and the marketing squad. I handle all the billing, which <laughs> I haven't looked at that in a while. So I'm just kidding about that. I'm like, we do it all. We do it all. We have the website is it, is up too. In house, we need to be exactly. better about yet again. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If there's one thing, if all these areas we didn't kill it, we did deliver on the podcast. We delivered on the podcast. The original every time. message. So. Thank you once again. Potapalooza. Anything to add, Dan? Uh, Kick off the show. Not really. I mean, oh, well, if it, with it being the 52nd episode, obviously we have had this naming of an athlete who wore the number of the uh, podcast episode. Um, and we're going to hit a point, point. You made a point a while back that we're going to hit a point where there's going to be a 100th and we're not going to have an athlete. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, at this day, we are 52nd, which means we are obviously going to be choosing. We were talking about we were talking about options. There's CC Sabathia out of the MLB who's potential, but we were talking about it. There's my phone <laughs> all the way. How appropriate on the 52nd silence of my episode. Daniel oh. gets a notification from his phone. Um, so. <laughs> We obviously were talking about it, but we just came to the conclusion the only person it can be is Ray Lewis, probably one of or the greatest linebacker in the NFL of all time. So I'm just going to say this disclaimer every week for the next eight episodes. The 50 number is probably going to go to a linebacker, and here we are again with potentially the best all time. And Daniel, I... Couldn't help but share with you this clip from Sports Science that we just watched. So if you don't know, there's an older show, Sports Science, where they would take athletes and just measure them with a bunch of sensors and tell you the numbers behind the force and energy that they generate because they're so athletic. And then, uh, so this episode, they tested a police battering ram's effectiveness of opening a door versus Ray Lewis. (laughs) So we got to watch the police battering ram obviously open the door, but then Ray Lewis ran through the door, blew it off the hinges, 1,000 pounds of force, pretty cool. And he did it from like a, a three, he did it from like a three-point stance with a two-foot run-up. So he took two strides and destroyed a door off the hinges. So that was pretty crazy, right, Dan? It was wild. I had not, I had not seen this one. I've watched many of Sports Science. I was a fan of Sports Science when they were not their own show because I'm pretty sure they had their own show at one point. Well, I remember it as John Brinkus. It would be Sports Center, and, and then, then they, they would, would give you. It. They would give you little segments of Sports so Science, good. and then they got a they show. They got a show. The show was not. There was just way they stretched out the short Sports Science, which was a short segment, and it was so good when it was Sports Center. So I did love it. I did not remember this one, but we were talking about. It. I mean, like they told us the the battering ram was fifteen pounds. Obviously. Ray Lewis is 250 pounds. That man's going to destroy the door. And he did. Yeah, oh, my yeah. goodness. He took it I off could, the hinges. I, I, I could have predicted he was going to be able to run through that I door. I mean, he took it off the hinges. I was like, knock, knock, hello, coming through. And then I just have the image in my head of a SWAT team, and you just like send in Ray Lewis <laughs> with a football uniform on through the door, and then he just runs. Per- out. I, he just leaves. He's like, "See you guys." And it's like I'm on to the next one. Personally, <laughs> I'm like, if Ray Lewis busts through my door, I'm probably less likely to try to run than if the battering ram comes through first. Ray Lewis comes through. I'm like, oh boy, we need to just go down to the ground right now. Yes. So. I didn't. I, I didn't know if we were going to go this way with the Ray Lewis conversation, but we are Moody Sports, so I'm not gonna not gonna make any claims. But we have no affiliation to anybody. No, no affiliation to anybody. So we're not gonna lose any sponsors. But did Ray Lewis kill a man?
It's been rumored. It's rumored. Um, you know, I don't. We were very young at the time that happened too. It's like I was probably not old enough to be giving you my opinion on if a man was guilty of that or not, based off. I don't know, but regardless of it, let's not dive any deeper. Ray Lewis was rumored to have killed him. Just address it. <laughs> All right. So episode fifty-two. Potapalooza, Ray Lewis, big episode. Moody Sports. Moody Sports. <laughs> Moody. Um, guys, the NHL, we said we were going to give you a quick NHL update all, all every week now. I mean, we are hockey fans. So, NHL update, I've got, uh, at this time, we are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We, the West, in the West side, we are in the first round. Uh, you have the Flames playing the Stars, and uh, the... Uh, uh, Calgary Flames seem to be leading the series 2-1. Um, they are actually playing currently in the, four, in the th- uh, fourth game. The Flames are up one goal, 4-3 currently. And then the, the, uh, in the east, uh, on the eastern side, you have the Islanders playing the Capitals. The Islanders are leading the series 3-0, dominating the Stanley Cup defending champs, the Washington Capitals. Uh, they won today 2-1. Uh, and then in the West, are you all, uh, on the other side with the West, you have a Game 4 coming up. Va- uh, Vancouver, uh, or Vegas Golden Knights, sorry, are leading the Series 3-0. They play tonight 6-30 against the Blackhawks, uh, so potential game elimination there. Um, and then with the Flyers and Canadians on the East side, you have a Game 3 coming up tonight, 8 o'clock Series tied 1-1 between uh, both Canadians and the Flyers. And then on, on the West side, you also have the Canucks, which which I already labeled his favorite, My favorite name. name. I do believe I'm just going to say they may be the favorite team currently just because of the favorite name. Um, they're playing the blues. The Vancouver can, uh, Canucks are leading series two. Oh, do you know what a Canuck? I is? don't, but like, it's just so fun to say, am I wrong? I'll look it up. So okay, we'll look keep it up. And um, then we do have a couple other other uh, games being played tomorrow. You get the Blue Jackets and the Lightning. This has been a really competitive series. The Blue Jackets, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are leading the series 2-1. They play tomorrow at 3. Avalanche and the Coyotes on the west. Uh, Coyotes. Co- Coyotes. The Coyotes on the west side. Uh, Colorado Avalanche leading that 2-1. And then the Bruins uh, are leading their series 2-1 over the Hurricanes right now with Carolina. Carolina Hurricanes, uh, that could be your team, Zach. Oh, yeah, I rep the Hurricanes. Rep the Hurricanes. So, I'm not getting a straight answer out of this Canuck thing. So, the term Canuck is first recorded in 1985 as an Americanism, originally referring to Dutch Canadians. Okay. It's it's just a it's just like a term for Canadians, so it's a term for and it even Can- said it can be derogatory from Americans towards Canadians. Oh. So is this? <laughs> so the Canucks gonna, should be a potential cancellation of twenty twenty. So Daniel, uh, <laughs> I mean, is the Canuck an animal? It turns out that there's a tale that spans in slang and literature to political cartoons that. Mo- Bruh, a moose? Uh, I. We'll get back to you next week. Next week I am, I am defining a Canuck. We have to at this point. I know I didn't shed a lot of information right there, but I do have my promised Zach's Hockey Fact of the Week. Yes. And Daniel, you are not allowed to kick or redirect the puck into the goal at all with any part of your body. It has to be the has stick. has to be your stick. Can it be a skate? No. That would be kicking. The blade? No, because that'd be kicking. Your blade is part of the shoe at that point. I assume. Okay. And then you obviously know there's three 20-minute periods in hockey. I mean, that's somewhat of a given, right? Yeah. Okay. And then 
There are four officials. There's offsides in hockey, just like in soccer. You got to keep yeah. that line. And then, uh, yeah, I'll just tell you more next more week. Next I don't want to. I don't want to no overwhelm anybody out here. So you can't kick it. You can't redirect it with your body part. Three 20 minute periods, and the offside applies. So we're putting a picture together here of a game that's beautiful. While we give you the picture of the playoff that's happened. Eh. Eh. So, as we now are back from the Greenville Triumph game, guys, we are uh, talking Saturday night. We got Andy Ingles in the in the in the area, you know. We out here, baby. We out here. Yeah, he's in the he's in the area. In the area, in the in the in the recording studio. Um, we are fresh off the game where we obviously the Triumph played the Chattanooga Red Wolves. We got to go to the game wearing masks. Guys, your thoughts, Zach, Andy. What were your thoughts on the game? So, all right, I'll go first. So. So you're asking me, a guy who hasn't done much in public, I've kind of just worked from home and done my own thing so far, but I have my exclusive Greenville Triumph mask that I ordered offline. Fire. I got my practice jersey and my hoodie also in the mail today. And Daniel, I, you're welcome, but I also gave you an exclusive beer glass. It's a fantastic you know? glass. The fact that so, Triumph had the green. So here's the backstory on the glass. I'm on, I'm on the website. I'm like, this beer pint glass looks sick. But little did I realize this was a Game of Thrones limited edition pint glass. And Daniel, obviously, huge Game of Love Thrones Love Game fan. of Thrones. Me, never made it through the first episode. <laughs> so I thought the glass was cool. It says, I know soccer. What's it it say? says, I know I drink and I know soccer, which is a reference from Tyrion Lannister, if you're a fan of the show. So here's the thing. Daniel's giving you the backstory. I just agreed with the statement about the glass. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I gifted that to Daniel. Anyways, great merchandise. I've been on the record before. Great branding. I love the Greenville Triumph. And then tonight's experience at the field, even mashed up. People act like that's an issue. Like, it was a non-issue, literally. And I got to wear some swag as well. So got my beers, had some pizza, watched some soccer, got a dub. Huge win. Huge dub. So here we are. I'm enjoying my night, and I'm going to pass it off to Andy for some commentary. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a great time, man. I thought it was really fun. I thought I thought everybody was a pretty good sport about, like, wearing masks. And, I agree. You know, socially distanced. And, uh, but it was fun, man. I mean, it's just good to get back out there. I mean, that's been, what, five? What, that was five, our what, fifth game of the season. Five, it's, been, well, it's been five months now, too, oh, since true. I've, like, been to a live sporting event, man. And that was – it was a little weird, but it was it was cool, man. I had a good time. Excellent. I thought it was good. Big dub. So, that's always fun. And, uh, obviously, like we said, got the win. We are now sitting top of the leaderboard still, but at this point, 13 points. The next closest teams are Omaha, Richmond. I think seven points is second place uh, right now. North Texas. Yes. So they're at 11 or 10 points? They might be at eight or nine. Either way. I got two through four tied at seven currently. So you're six points clear second place. You're the overall runaway leader of the league at this point. Dominant. And and Andy pointed out to me, you got a great coach. I didn't know the history. It's a little before my time yeah. on the U.S. soccer team. He's but a legend, man. He's a legend. So you got John Hartz at the helm and making great adjustments at halftime. Andy pointed out we went from a five-back look to a regular four-back yeah. look. So, I mean, it's just great. You get more assist up in midfield. And what was the result second half? Possession and a goal. So a nice goal by who? None other than the Aussie. The Aussie. Mm-hmm. My boy, Lachlan, Lachlan McLean, and I'll tell you one thing about the goal. Very clean. Two weeks in a row, big 1-0 wins. 
both times first goals for players that were subbed yeah, yeah. in by John Hart. First goal for the club yeah, and both subs. That's yeah. huge. And what I've noticed even this season is McLean is getting subbed in every single game. So He's a workhorse he, bit. I mean, yeah, and, and and you don't have to ask him to go the full 90, but you can bring him in for 45 minutes or less and he's going to make an impact either on the defensive end or on the offensive end. And now we have entering the studio Lane and Catherine who watched the game on TV. So we're going to ask Lane for his uh, perspective on the broadcast. First local broadcast for the Greenville Tribe. CW. Good day. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, I'm happy we're glad, or I'm happy we're able to put one in the back of the net. Um, seemed like we struggled a little bit there with uh, positioning. A little clustered. Um, they were trying to play the small game. Small game can work, but you got to be organized. And I'll definitely comment on the opposing team, they were jumping in front of our balls all the time, blocking a lot of shots, a lot of passes, just hustling there, beating us to the spot a lot, especially in the first half. Second half, the momentum caught up, the sun set, and it was on for Greenville at that point because we didn't even think we were going to have a game there for a little bit earlier today with the rain. Know, it's been raining all day, Potential weather delay there, but we got cleared we up. We got through. We got the win. Dan's already tweeted a little bit, and we got the retweet from the Triumph and the reply from the Greenville Triumph. Here's the, thing. Here, here's the thing. We we talk triumph a little bit. I say a little bit because we hit them when they play, but still, respect to the triumph for shouting us out on Twitter. It's some it's some love going around. Well, and uh, like we said, we got Lane in, and uh, he got to watch the CW broadcast. The fact that they are able to locally broadcast, I do hope they got good ratings because obviously the better ratings they did, the more likely they're going to get another broadcast locally. Yeah, sure. And if you, sit, if you sit there and have this team on local channels airing every week, you are going to build a basis that can build a stadium. And I won't, we've talked about this all the time. This team is going bound to build their own stadium to have a footprint in Greenville. I have a question for Lane from the at-home viewing audience. Did they show the crowd at all on TV? Did they show how many people were there? Or did they kind of keep it focused on the field? It was mostly focused on the field. Um, it did rain earlier, so the view is a little bit hazy. But it, it started getting packed out there after the first 15 minutes. Yeah, it's kind of cool because... Andy, we were talking on the way there, and Andy's like, I don't know how many people are going to be here. I expected a little bit bigger crowd. I just didn't know if like, everybody was going to be super comfortable like going to a sporting event. I mean, you know? it's okay. definitely a big call, yeah. it's, but I, I, I thought they handled it well. I mean, you walk towards a crowd of people, you mask up and kind of space out, and just, yeah. just be a little more patient. Let people pass through. It's really not that hard to stay further apart from the people that aren't in your party, so... I mean, this is this is obviously Corona talk at this Corona. point, but at the same time, I thought the game experience went well. The concessions went well. Everybody's masked up. Rate the tacos. Speaking, I was about to say, speaking of concessions, we got to talk about this. Paul Segal wanted to get him on the pot of palooza. Shout out to <laughs> that. He's not going to make the pot of palooza. But we went up, got some tacos halftime. I was like, I walked up. They had a menu board with their three options. There was. A traveling taco, $4. There was chicken tacos, and then there was the nacho option. I walk up, I was like, let me get two chicken tacos. I get my delicious chicken tacos. Great looking tacos. Great tacos. Paul walks up, and he asked for the traveling tacos. No knowledge of what a traveling taco is. He didn't know what that meant. He thought that's what I asked for. He walks over to us with two 
bags of Fritos with taco ingredients just shoved into at it. First, at first, okay, so he, at first, we don't know what's going on. Ta- Paul walks up. Daniel's like, did they run out of tortillas? And then I'm literally looking. I'm like, there's no way the alternative to running out of tortillas is to hand a man a Fritos bag with tor- <laughs> <laughs> with taco ingredients on the inside. So not good though, man. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, obviously, once you put two and two together, that the traveling taco is a taco and a Fritos yeah, bag. It all. A bag, man. But sense. of course, Paul had no idea. He said, "Let me get two of the tacos," <laughs> and then he comes back with two Fritos bags and a fork. And I'm like, Paul. He's dumbfounded. We're dumbfounded, but hilarious. For a second there, Dan tried to suggest the lack of tortillas. Like they were not prepared. In Fritos bags. Frito bags laying around or something. I will comment. We showed up early. We got the one dollar natty lights. Cool promotion, and then also had some IPAs. Dan pointed out no brewery eighty five appearance though. It's weird. If you have a beer with the brewery, you'd think you at least sell that. But here's my defense for Brewery 85. They only opened up from shutting down from COVID like last week or they, the week yeah, before. Like, I think they opened up this week, actually. Exactly. Yeah. So, especially the tap room. You may have been producing beer, but they just opened the tap room back up. They're getting operations rolling full speed and maybe hitting the first Triumph game when this might have been the only one of the season. There's no guarantee we're going to be able to go to the next game. That's they true. may review this situation and there may be a couple red flags. They shut this down. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. So, for sure. so, what's the point in coming out, spending this money on the promotion when it's only a one time gig? So, I understand not getting set up, but at the same time, eh, you miss Brewery eighty five a little bit. I want that Greenville Riot beer. Well, All right. Well, I think they, I think they did, uh, I think they did maybe sell out of it or something because I feel like they ran out of it like at the Sphinx and stuff. So I think they maybe had to like make a new batch or what I don't know what the <laughs> terminology is, but yeah. I think it's a batch of beer. Batch. I think so. Like uh, any comment? A bundle of beer? <laughs> a a a vat a a vat of beer. Ooh, a vat sounds extreme. Everybody's been running short right now. You can't find Pacifico. Group of Modelo is running low. Dr. Pepper just announced they have a shortage. Dr. Pepper DP, come on. They're, they're looking for the 23 flavors. They only have yeah, 22 of them. But you can't <laughs> sell me 22 flavors. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting all 23 original. So, Well, obviously, there will be a Greenville Triumph game next week. We are hosting Fort Lauderdale. Already beat them once at on the road at home. Probably going to be open to the public again. 50% capacity, wearing masks. But, uh, you know, I, I'll i plan on being there if they're open to it. So Fun experience. Dan, don't spend as much money on merch. No, listen, they deserve the money. I got a jersey. It's fresh. I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah. So He's very drippy. And on that note, soccer segment complete. Final question mark. Potapalooza. Potapalooza soccer segment. Thank you, Lane. Thank you, Andy. Shout out. Former pod guest coming back. We're trying to bring you everyone who's hey, been on the pod I'm on this. I'm down to get on whenever, man. Sure I'm, it's the Check one year anniversary. On so at this point, we're pretty much just going to go forever. So. Snoozy music on YouTube. Check it out. <laughs> oh, yes. Check out Snooze at Lane. Anything you want to plug. Plugs. Yeah, plug something, bro. Higher Lane Powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone has any marketing opportunity? Higher Lane Powers. You got one of them jobs? Uh, one of them. Jo- they took our jobs. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. We are in here. We got Dario in the studio. We got Sam in the studio. Sam, previous guest on the pod before. We got Brad in the studio, so we got a couple first-timers. These guys have never been on a podcast. I will give you a disclaimer. Bradley did have a brief YouTube stardom career at one point we with Call of Duty videos. Video <laughs> today, and we were dying last Dario also. Yeah, I had some greats on there. Yeah. Raymond. 
Yeah, Dario's also a special NBA insider. We have a Carmelo Anthony insider correspondent. Number so. 14 in the nation. Number course. 14, whatever that means. So. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pass it off to Brad. He's going to give us a little uh, rundown on who he is, I guess. I'm probably the most qualified guy on the pod today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Enough said. And then we have returning Sam, good friend in the studio. Got a word for the crowd, Sam. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right. So as you know, this is the special 50-second pot of Palooza. So we're throwing this together. But this is going to be – we're going to start off strong with NBA. We have Dario in the studio, huge fan of the NBA. He has insider knowledge. Headed into the playoffs, there's a lot to talk yes, about, Dan. When we can start talking about the play-in game that happened the other day with Damian Portland. <laughs> I say Damian Lillard because he's been doing so much. But the Portland Trailblazers and the Memphis Grizzlies. So. Yeah, good game. Good game. C.J. McCollum showed that Ja Morant, he is a star. <laughs> future star in the league. Definitely did his thing this year. Rookie of the year for sure. Cannot guard him. Okay, so that clutch play from him, you know, kick it out to Melo, ice the game. You love to see it. Coming in strong, the Blazers. I can dig Hello. it. I can dig it. I'm with you, Dario. The fact that, like you said, Melo with that clutch three at the end was probably one of my favorite plays of the game. And there were a lot of really good plays. Like, Ja had a bunch of huge plays at the end of the game. He had a career high in points. Career high in points for Yara. And you got to remember, this guy's like 18, 19 years old out there, guys. Like The NBA future is in good hands thanks to South Carolina. You love And it's cool because they rep it. Because we... I've said this before on the pod about Zion and Yamarant, but we've had players from South Carolina that don't claim us. Like Ray Allen from South Carolina, Jermaine O'Neal from South Carolina, Kevin Garnett went to Malden. None of these players rep us, and it's kind of sad. But we got Zion hard. We got Yah hard. Good, awesome respect for South Carolina basketball because, I mean, basketball runs deep here, and here's the evidence. So it's pretty cool. But anyways, the Portland Trailblazers go on to win the game against Memphis and eliminate them. Memphis would have had to win a second game to get into the playoffs on some new format play-in game. I have yeah. no idea how that works. Sure, but for the bubble, I do believe in that bubble scenario. Yes, when in the, you're a bubble, nothing applies. There's no yeah, rules. There's no rules. Everything, Melo's making game winners. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the stats don't even matter. These games aren't really going to even be tracked. So these games would be lost in history. Well, that's good for Melo because he was broke all game until oh, the last no. three. And I'm a Melo fan. I'm a Melo fan. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. And I was pulling for him because he was creating space well. He could cross people up, get huge open jumpers, but he was just off all game, you know? Yeah. And then he, he still had 21 points. Yeah. But, I mean, that's all you're going to get out of Melo. That's a great game out of Melo. He could have went for 30-something. He missed he about 10 shots. He but he made all of his three free throws, and that's what you need out of a veteran. And and for Melo to be almost blackballed out of the league to the starting shooting go- forward or small forward, excuse me, for the Blazers going into the playoffs, albeit against the one seed Lakers, we have a crazy first round coming yeah, in front of us. It's very interesting. This is it's a deep storyline behind it. You know, this whole season's been a deep storyline from beginning to the end. But uh, you know, limited distractions. Really shows who's prepared, what kind of leadership we got going into this NBA Finals, Lakers, Blazers. I would say uh, LeBron, very motivated, you know, Lakers, story franchise, lost a love member, so 
But the Lakers have looked garbage in the bubble. The Lakers have been terrible. This is LeBron James here. This is LeBron James here. Listen, limited distractions. No home, no away, based off pure skill and leadership here. So right now, who's more hungry? Who's determined really is going to... You know, pop out, figure out who's going to take this Larry O'Brien home to the state city. All right, predictions, Dario. What's the – predictions? Yeah, give me the series total. That's tough. It's very biased. In my mind, if I was a betting man, I would go Blazers over the Lakers. Are you six. serious? In six? Six games total. That's all they need. That's all they need against Anthony Davis oh and LeBron. We love that call. Great call, man. Six Those Lakers have not convinced yeah. me. You were just singing LeBron's praises, and now you're gonna say that. As a, as a, like, from a business standpoint, from a <laughs> from a business standpoint, from a standpoint, you go Lakers just because of the extra motivation. But as a betting man, you go Blazers and six. But it took everything the Blazers had and C.J. McCollum with a broken oh, back to boy, barely whoa. get into the playoffs. You think that's all he got? They're running on fumes. They're running on fumes. Right now, those fumes are going to the Lakers, so we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for sure. I think Nurkic would be a great matchup against AD as well. And Nurkic playing. So Nurkic is uh, Yusuf Nurkic, the starting center for the Blazers. His grandmother died on the game day of the play-in game the other day due to COVID reasons. But then he went off for 2020. Obviously not as important as his grandmother dying, but he played in a very important game and they he was pretty much the player of the game i mean cj closed it out dame had 30 plus but nurkish oh, yeah, had 20 yeah. and 20 the extra motivation. i mean people are taking this playoff seriously and that's where i don't think if lebron james wins the championship there will not be an asterisk on this season oh, especially with how successful the bubble was the basketball's been good so limited distractions is what i'm saying there's no home no away no traveling like and i'm saying that as a guy whose team got eliminated and wasn't even invited to the bubble you know like the hornets didn't even get to come to orlando and i'm still saying there's not going to be an asterisk on this season so well and for me there's also there's plenty of other great uh, first round matchups like you had mentioned uh one of the ones noted with me is going to be the the clippers versus the mavericks um you have a young luka Don- People who are saying Luka Doncic is the next biggest player in this league. And then you have the Clippers. And, like, you know, Sam, what do you feel as far as, like, the Clippers-Lakers or the Clippers-Mavs? Like, who do you feel is going to be able to pull out on that one? We've got Porzingis. The potential to go off for I would say you said you're not sold on the Lakers. I'm not sold on the Clippers. And right now, Luka? I got Mavs. Why? Luka. Uh, you know, Luca. yeah. <laughs> you can't guard him. Like, people have showed me that they don't know how to guard that guy. No one knows how to guard that guy. And if who's going to stop Porzingis, right? Is it going to be Paul George? I don't think so. Certainly not. But how confident are you in Kawhi Leonard? I mean, Kawhi Bang. Leonard is the guy, but it's like, you know, he's always going to be great. What are his teammates going to do around him? I feel like they need to step up. We'll see. We'll see what Paul George is capable of. We'll see if Lou Williams goes and gets some more chicken wings from the strip club. Yeah. And gets it him. might be a good idea. You know, they might as well start playing. He probably has them that delivered. Protein. Now. He has them delivered at this point. I think after the after the quarantine, he had to miss the games. 
Well, you also will be seeing the Rockets versus the Thunder, and this is actually a big matchup as uh, Russell Westbrook. Out yeah, you told me a few games of Westbrook's out as he has a I do believe it was a shoulder injury he suffered in the last game they played during the bubble season. Um, so I, that's one that's interesting, especially with Russell coming, you know, being playing against his old team. Yeah, and Chris Paul has a lot to prove as well. So you. Uh, you have Chris Paul, who everyone wrote off as an old man, and then he goes to the Thunder with less firepower, and <laughs> he looks awesome. Chris Paul's had a great season. This is one of my favorite seasons by Chris Paul. Like, I, he, this is most I've ever been impressed by him. Like, he showed that he's consistent no matter what city he's in. And he's still getting highlights, man. Yeah. Throwing the ball in between guys' legs. He's shooting mid-range shots that are beautiful rainbows over the top and I stuff like that. Chris Paul versus James Harden. That's going to get a little spicy in there. All right, so I have a question for Bradley. Is James Harden step back a travel? Absolutely. <laughs> but I swear this man gets like three to four steps per like euro. I swear he gets a. I understand the gather step and all of that and like how you break it down and when you grab the ball with two hands at the same time and you can take two steps and a hop step and a jump and lay it up and but James Harden just looks like he's traveling every time like Lou Williams doesn't look like he's traveling Jamal Crawford doesn't look like he's traveling as he's doing all this crazy stuff There's but like times with Trey Young I feel like he gets away with the traveler too even as a young player honestly but even Kimba Walker like he didn't look like he was traveling all the time guys like yeah. James Harden looks no. sneaky no. No too fast sometimes. to see any fourth quarter down by two. Russell Westbrook's not on the court. James Harden is not clutch in the playoffs. Well, that's, that's yet to be seen, and we'll see what James Harden does. He showed us. Bradley, call him out. Eighth year. Eighth year. Hate for James Harden, but still. Well, I, I, you need to see it because he makes it to the playoffs every year, and then he doesn't play defense, and then his team loses in six. So. Yeah, so yeah. All right, let's flip it over to the east. To the east. Is are the Bucks and Giannis gonna cakewalk to the finals? I have never been sold on the Bucks. They can go to the finals and lose for all I care. More than likely it happens. I'm more excited to see what the Heat do. I mean you could also I want to see TJ Warren, Jimmy Butler for seven games. I want to see TJ Warren drop fifty points in the playoffs. If that, if he does this, that would be a statement for sure. But I mean, that's that's big. That's big shoes to fill. Like he came out and had a, three good games, and now we're expecting him to go off all the time. I, I think people forget about the uh, team up north, uh, the Canadians, the Raptors, the defending champions. I think people undersell them constantly. I do think you got to watch out. Yes, for because they lost the guy who won them the finals to the LA. They also didn't have any drop-off this season. It's the playoffs. Drake will not be in the bubble. He will not be able to save the Raptors from losing to the Blazers. Okay, timeout, timeout. So, timeout. Everyone on social media... On social media, have we seen the Drake videos of him running the routes? Has anyone seen it? So, so Drake has a music video with Odell where Odell throws him a pass, and Drake like runs off the line. He tries to do like a hesitation and then run a route. And <laughs> there's a bunch of comments like Drake ain't beating nobody with that weak route, dude. It was pretty. It's pretty weak. I mean, it's cool. I mean, go. I have no complaints with Drake. Whatever, but. 
It's pretty corny. It's pretty corny. He did an Odell like fadeaway one hander. Yeah. No, it clearly wasn't him. It was like he went for the jump and then it like changed frame and it was just a guy laying horizontally and you couldn't see his face and he was stretched out like Odell. It was probably Odell. <laughs> so, and then they made it appear like Drake. But yes, you got a sidetrack. Sorry about that. It happens. This beauty of a podcast. So anybody else out of the East or non-factors? Boston's the only other team really to talk about. All right, so I was kind of hating on Jason Tatum, but somebody also pointed out that, was it you, that he was younger? He's very young for his age. But, but the whole league is young. Yeah, you're right. So with that being the My case, I'm not sold on Jason Tatum either. Jalen Brown, I don't care about that guy either. He He's good, but we're looking for great, and right now the Blazers are looking good. Good, real good, real good. Man, I'd still, I need to buy some D roses. I need to get, I want to get the D roses. Buy some, buy some D roses when you do. That's a bad joke. I'm sorry, D rose. I, I also tore my knee, D rose. Hey, that's why I can. That's why I can. We'll be able to talk more NBA as time goes on. We got a lot more games to play, and when's finally the playoffs. But there has also been over the weekend a Big fight in the MMA. Dario, big fan of the MMA you are, I've heard. Yeah, we have, uh, what, Stipe Miocic. He, uh, and uh, against DC Money, uh, Daniel Cormier. In a, we found out after the fight, his last fight ever, Daniel Cormier retired after the fight. And a little bit of controversy because there's a clip on uh, the picture. There's an image of Stipe just jabbing. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Cormier right in the eye with his finger. So it's a pretty bad picture. DC, he got to weave. He can't weave. He <laughs> doesn't weave. What a great perspective. <laughs> great answer. Well, they reported that it was a ruptured retina, which is unfor- unfortunate. But like you said, Zach, you said off the pod that you feel like he maybe should try to come back out of retirement, go back for a Yeah, yeah Cormier. Cormier looked disappointed after the fight, and like he looked disappointed in the fact like he should have had that, you know. So, but he also looks pretty out of shape, you like know, so. He doesn't want to fight John Jones, so it was best for him to not win that fight. Yeah, and I understand getting out of the fight game. Like I'm also not getting kicked in the face and poked in the eye, so I'm not gonna tell a man when to retire. You know, so who's next? Is it John Jones versus Stipe or Francis? Francis versus Stipe, Francis John Jones. John Jones on the island and no coach. Yeah, just put John Jones on the island and just we'll just we'll keep this man away from drugs or just don't drug test him altogether. <laughs> he does steroids too? I didn't know John Jones did steroids. Uh, yeah, he definitely had been he had been disqualified from many fights for those issues. All right. Well, I was joking that uh, the next guy in the heavyweight division was going to be Brock Lesnar, so I'm going to use that as my transition to WWE news. Huge news. So last week, we talked about how uh, the Nick Khan made the transfer from Fox over to, well, to the WWE, and now he's the president of the WWE. So Vince McMahon has re- released some uh, old staff where ratings have been dropping for like 15 years. And then now Nick Khan, huge uh, agent in the industry, coming over. And then this week on Friday Night SmackDown, big changes. For the last 10 years, the WWE has been rated PG on TV. And it's been known as the PG era. We grew up with the Attitude Era. 
And me and Daniel were joking earlier in my apartment. There's four B's in the Attitude Era. There is beer, boobs, barbed wire, and blood. We saw it all the time when we were growing up. And WWE was great. The banter was great. I was even too young for that. Everything was awesome. Yes, it, we, it was definitely inappropriate at the time. But that's why it was good television. And now, this Friday night, for the first time in like 10 plus years, WWE popped up in the corner of the screen TV 14. So it's gone up a rating. So this is a big deal. Because the writing's about to change, and they're about to start pushing the label a little bit. Because AEW, the secondary wrestling uh, system, I don't know what the company, I guess you want to call it, they let it fly. They're pretty inappropriate. So the WWE is going to start pushing the label again. But you have to have good superstars. Controversy. We like that controversy. We love it. If it goes against the grain, that's what... Yeah, but you got to have good wrestlers, too. You can't have boring and out-there type characters. If like. If you think about the Attitude Era, the superstars match what they were saying. Chris Jericho, he would talk. Edge, he would talk to talk, but he had that spear. It looked good. Chris Jericho put you in the walls of Jericho, but he talked that talk. The Rock, he said it all. Stone Cold. He said the most. You don't want to know what he's talking about. The Undertaker didn't have to say anything, you know, but. We, yeah, you know. So I, I had no idea it was going back. Yeah, no, it just news. happened. It that's was, uh, breaking that was news. unexpected. So that's pretty big development. I know wrestling is lame. We all know it's fake. And UFC is cool because it's real fighting. But to be honest, it's been $60 on some of these UFC fights where they're pretty boring. Just, there's just You feel cheated sometimes. No one has the character that. You're right. Stone Cold. Well, yeah, like, it's where are because these you're people? limiting them to PG because you're trying to make them appeal to five-year-olds. And but I know these people. It was, it was so watered down. It was worse than SpongeBob. Think about if we had seen. Think about if we were able to watch. Where's Carlito Cool? Where's Carlito's Cabana? I was looking at his Instagram the other day. That's pretty funny. He popped up in my Discover. <laughs> I was like, "What's Carlito doing?" Spit in the face. You can't spit in people. That'd be extra disrespectful right now in the day's climate. And, like, imagine if the ECW was on Tuesday night and it was rated R. People would probably watch it. Amazing. People would watch it. I remember Edge dropped an F bomb when I was like 10, and that was my favorite episode ever. (laughs) Sam, Sam, if you have one chance to give yourself a WWE wrestling name, what would it be? Um. Hmm. See now, Sam, I guess. I don't know. See, <laughs> and you come out as an old man with a walker? Walker, he doesn't know where he is. I would just come out in confusion, and hopefully it would You turn on your partner all the time, yeah. I understand. But okay. it's, you know, it's a play. The Shawn Michaels style, as we saw today on YouTube. Zach. Exactly. Who's the, Who's the hottest diva of all time? Oh, that's a good one. Of all time, that's hard. Uh, I'm, I like... Oh, no. We don't have enough time on the pod. Yeah, that's that's. We'll save that for another week. That's, that's another week. We have to analyze. We'll get you a list. We'll put it on the website. We'll have all five of these members back together at some point too. This is basically the board of advisors minus Snooza at this point. So. All right. Let's go, Moody's page. Moody Sports page. Anything else to contribute, guys, before we get out of here? Any hot topics? Anything on your mind? Sam, I know you're a man with a lot of words to say. Yeah, you know, I just hope that, you know, we can someday go back to having fun in the world. Yeah, so everyone wear a mask. And on that note, let's get out of here.
We're out of here, guys. We appreciate it. Dario, thank you for coming on. Spread love, not corona. boy, Bradley, pleasure. It's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Catch y'all later, guys. Potapalooza, 52nd episode. One year. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.